Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns. Game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. Well, it may not feel like it, but the Suns do have a game tonight, too, Wolf. They actually did have a game last night. We all watched it. We're like, hey, that's not the Suns. That's just a couple guys and then some other guys in Suns uniforms. It, it was, um, it was, I think, an, an expectably and understandably flat performance, but they play again tonight. So joining us on the Arizona Sports Line, as he does for every weekday game day, it's Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, game day with K. Ray. K, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, just a uh, beautiful, cold, gray day in Indianapolis. <laughs> so other than that, you know, just a normal Friday. <laughs> not not the same here at all, i got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is not Phoenix. <laughs> Boy, that is amazing because it does. Uh, just that's the only memory I have of being in Indianapolis is gray. That's very interesting right there. <laughs> right. What did you see last night, Kay? What did you see? from the Phoenix Suns in the game against the Hawks last night? Well, I, you know, and, and maybe maybe I'm being too hard on them considering what, you know, what transpired, you know, 12 hours earlier. But I saw a winnable game. Um, uh, and I know my broadcast partner, Eddie Johnson, saw the same. And there's no doubt everybody was touched emotionally, impacted emotionally by, you know, seeing the departure of some of their guys. Um, but, you know, it was it was tough to see the Hawks serving up on a silver platter a chance for the for the Suns to win. And all they needed to do was maybe grab a rebound or two. Um because they, they outplayed the Hawks in virtually every other category. And uh, it's just, you know, I, I suppose you can chalk it up to, the, you know, they, they hadn't fully emotionally recovered from what took place. But, um, you know, I, I think it would go down as kind of a, a disappointing loss because it, it was, like I say, it was a very winnable game had uh, had they just kind of corrected one category. I mean, you can't get out-rebounded 59-35. to 35. No. Uh, we're talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. Anytime you bring up rebounding, obviously DeAndre Ayton's name's going to come up. Now, I said this earlier in the show, okay, I, I kind of just give everybody a pass last night. And DA had 23 points, but he only had two rebounds. And, and to me, at least, that's kind of his role more than anything going forward when you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. If I'm Monty Williams, among other things, but the main thing I'm saying is, look, DA, just can you get us, just get the rebounds, and if Devin Booker somehow misses a shot, get the rebound and give it to Kevin Durant. Do you think his, uh, his role changes at all with the way this team is being restructured? Uh, no. No, not at all. I mean, look, in, in many respects, his his life could get even easier uh, when you add a, a playmaker extraordinaire like a, you know, Kevin Durant. I mean, he will conceivably make everyone's life easier because of his ability to to do things that, that quite frankly, uh, really only Devin Booker has been able to do, but, but KD, even with his handle at his height, is able to, to do and get places that, that Book is not able to do. So, no, his role doesn't get, doesn't get changed. Um, 
it, it just to me it underscores the importance of understanding what is needed of you, what your role is. Uh, and, you know, because I, I brought it up with EJ last night during the telecast, just trying to get an understanding. I mean, I've, I've never been a player. I certainly have never had, you know, friends traded in situations like that. So I didn't know if I was making too much or too little of it. Um, but so I, you know, I wanted to ask EJ, so how, how, how did you deal with it as, as a player, both in getting traded and seeing guys traded? And, you know, did, can, can it linger through a game? Because it certainly felt like that in the first, you know, seven or eight minutes. And, you know, I mean, this is a guy who played 17 years in the league, so EJ kind of knows what he's talking about. And, you know, he brought up the point. It's like, look, like everything else in life, um, if you're dealing with stuff off the court, the game is your sanctuary. The game is your escape. The game is your opportunity to put all that aside and go out and make something special happen. Um, so, you know, that, that's why I say it, it, it was, it was a, a winnable and a gettable game. And I know everyone was still kind of caught up with the euphoria of, of the trade. But, you know, you can't lose sight of where you're out in the standings and every game matters. Yeah, you know, that's amazing to hear you say that because I totally agreed with Eddie and his take on this, and I totally understand it from a former professional football player's perspective. Again, this happens all the time. Your teammates come and they go. Sometimes they're traded. Sometimes they're cut. Sometimes you're traded. Sometimes you are cut. But just watching them last night, it just seemed to me that Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson impacted one guy more than anybody else, and that was DeAndre Ayton to me. Would you agree with that, Kay? No, wholeheartedly. And look, I get it. It, It's his first experience at at seeing, you know, guys that he's close with go. But, you know, this is not a first or second year player. You know, you you know and understand the game. You, you know, you are a pro. Um, And so, yeah, and, and, you know, the thing that a number of people were talking about is like, you know, he he had a chance to join the the likes of a a, a Will Chamberlain with another monster, you know, thirty fifteen kind of game, and those are the things that I think you you want to look at and say, you know, that greatness is attainable, but yeah. you, you have to go chase greatness. It, yeah. Greatness does not come to you. Talking to Kevin Ray at Bally Sports, K Ray, we, we we had Jerry Colangelo on earlier, and uh, he mentioned a couple things. He you know he mentioned how on board he is with Kevin Durant and how he is that sort of guy that just loves the game and isn't a distraction and all that stuff. But he also mentioned that Matt Ishby actually called him before making the trade, and I just want to get your reaction to that because. To me, that's one of the best things you can do as Matt Ishbia. Yeah, go out and make that great trade for Kevin Durant. I, you know, that's huge. That's a, it's a big splash. It puts you on the map. But within this community, if you're going to own the Phoenix Suns or any team, really, I think talking to Jerry Colangelo is, is probably a pretty good thing to do. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> you know, without delving too far off of the, <laughs> off the path here, uh, it, it, first off, Yes, uh, you 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 applaud that, and you that move alone is just another reason why you know Matt Ishbia, along with his brother, has been wildly successful at growing a a small company started by his father into a multi billion dollar corporation. Um, 
because he understands the landscape. And, you know, the thing he said in his press conference the other day is what really stood out to me. And it, it emphasized what I, I felt like I knew about him, what, what I've read and seen and heard. It, you know, he said, I'm not going to come in and, you know, I'm not here to, like, make sweeping changes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch. I'm going to listen. I'm going to observe. And I'm going to learn. And that that's how the great ones do it. And and part of that learning, he understands who Jerry Colangelo is, what Jerry Colangelo means, A, to this organization and to this city. And we talk about it all the time, guys, how they're, they're, whether it's players or business owners, you have unlimited resources available to you to help make your transition into things like this readily available. It's just a matter of picking up the phone and, and asking for them, talking, uh, inquiring. And so that move alone should send, you know, I mean, uh, unbelievable kind of uh, not alarm bells, but chimes, you know, v- victory bells, if you will, to hear of a new owner reaching out to a guy who means so much to the Phoenix sports landscape. Kevin, I have to ask you quickly, how long did it take you to think of Kevin Durant as a Phoenix Sun this morning when you woke up? How long did it take you? <laughs> I mean, look, we, we were still talking about it on the, you know, on the flight from Atlanta here to Indy last night. And, you know, I, I, the, the, the best part was, I don't know if you guys saw the open last night for, for the game, but you know, when Eddie Johnson was talking about, yes, the, you know, we were all kind of hit emotionally and losing guys like Mikhail, Cam, and, you know, and Dario because of who they are as yeah. people and what they meant to, you know, laying the groundwork for a team that got to the finals. But EJ says, but you're getting traded for Kevin freaking Durant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I woke up saying. Yeah. We have Kevin freaking Durant on our team. <laughs> okay, Ray, great Thank stuff you, as bro. always, man. Thank you. All right, boys. Have a good weekend. Right, anything go- hey, by the way? Uh, you cut out. What would you say? Anything going on this weekend? No, oh, yeah. no it's a pretty quiet weekend. I've, I've, I've been out of town, so I'm yeah. just, just yeah, curious. It's a zoo, bro. I need to- You're not missing anything. <laughs> just hang out in Indiana. Somewhere. All right.